On Lamed Chesamid Bey's about halfway down the Yamud, last word on the line is Amar. The word right before that is Raba. I circled Raba, and three lines later, in the middle of the line is Rav Yosef. I circled Rav Yosef. Now, both Raba and Rav Yosef are going to say something, different things, that came from Rav. So let's see what Rav has to say, and then Rav Yosef. Amar Raba, Amar Rav. I double underline Rav, and I put a diamond around Hamakdish Avdoi. If we skip down a couple lines, we had circled Rav Yosef already. Rav Yosef Amar, I double underline Rav's name and put a diamond round, Mafgir uh, Avdoi. So two different dinim, both having to do with an Eved. Says Rabba in the name of Rav, a person who's Makdish his Eved. In other words, he ostensibly is trying to make it Kadosh, like give to the base Hamigdash, uh, maybe just making him a Kadosh person. It's not really clear because there's not much the base of can do with an Eved. It can't offer it as a carbon, it can't build him into the building. So, Yotzalacherus, that actually, I dot online Yotzalacherus, will have the uh, slave essentially go free. My timer, why is that? Because Gufe like Kaddish. Again, there's nothing you can do with the Guf of the Eved. Can't be a carbon, can't be built into the building. Ledami like Amar, and it can't be that what the intention of the master was was to give the value of the slave, because he never said uh, anything about the value. Rather, what must he meant? Ella de la Have, it's that he, uh, the master wanted the slave to be one of the Am Kadosh. In other words, a full fledged Jew, and essentially he was freeing him, so he's freed. Lahave Am Kadosh Ka'amar. Rav Yosef, a very similar din. I had circles of Yosef, double underline Rav, put a diamond around Mafgir. So Rav Yosef says in the name of Rav Hamafgir Avdai, also Yotzalacherosai. Don underline Yatsalacheros. If you make your uh, Cesar of Yosef, a master makes his Evid Hefker, then uh, the Evid has gone free, goes free. Okay, now uh, of those two things, which one is bigger, Chiddish? Well, Mandamar Makdish. If a person that was Rabba, who had said that if you're Makdish, you're Evid, he goes free, Kolshikain Mafgir. All the more so if he's going to Mafgir. His Eved is Makdish. Maybe there's some sort of owner, possibly. And we said, still he goes free, and all the more so when he's making his Eved ownerless. Kama, Mandamar, Mafgir. However, according to the opinion, he says that if he's Mafgir is Eved, making him totally ownerless, he goes free. Could very well be, though, and this would be Rav Yosef, Avval, Makdish. Lo, the Eved does not go free. Why? Because maybe when the person was Makdish, just Eved, what he meant, Dilma, Le, Dami, Kamar, for his value is what he was saying. In other words, he was trying to give the value of the Evid, not free the Evid, or give the Evid to Hectish, or free the Hectish, just the value of the Evid. Ibai Lahu. Okay? Um, we have both these opinions who say that under certain circumstances, the Evid will go free. Now, does he also need an emancipation document? Tzarek get Shechor? Oiloi Tzarek. Does he need a get Shechor? Or does he not? In the case of a master who was Makdish or Mafgir is Evid. Well, Tashma, come in here, Damar of Chiyabaravin. I underline of Chiyabaravin, Amaravin, double underline Rav. All these Messiahs um, that we're having here of teachings and answers come from Rav. Echaz of both those cases, Yatzalacherus, Vetzarach get Shikhror. Both the Makdish and the Mafgir would also require a get Shikhror. Period. Now, Rabba, who had started us all off, says, Amar Rabba Umosvina Nashmaisen. We actually ask 
from the following Tanaic source on our own teaching. I put a triangle on the word of Mosfina, and it's going to be the first of three questions that we're going to ask on this. The next one is about seven lines down. First word line is upalig. It says tashma. I put a triangle on that tashma. And not the last line, but the second to last line. First word is mipne. Near the end of the line is another tashma. I put a triangle around that tashma. So we're going to have a series of Tanaic sources, which will question uh, one, if, if not possibly both, of the uh, things that Robin Rivers had said. We ask on our teaching, the following Tanaic source goes for just under five lines. Says the Tanaic source, Hamaktish nechasav. Let's say a person is maktish all of his assets. Vahayu and amongst the assets there were some slaves. The temple treasurers who are now in charge of this uh, estate are not um, allowed to um, set the Eved free. Um, clearly that implies that they don't own the goof of the Eved. The Gizbar and the temple treasurers would be allowed to sell the slaves to others. And the others can uh, free the slaves if they want to. Um, Rebbe, who I boxed, I say, You know what? Actually, the Eved himself can pay his own value. He's worth, I don't know, $5,000. He'll pay his $5,000 to Hektesh, and he'll uh, go free. Mipnei, what's the reason? Shehu kemeichroi loi. Mipnei shu kemeichroi loi. It says Rashi, three lines before it starts to get wide in the Rashi. Mipnei shu kemeichroi hagizbar loi laatzmai. Keshem shu yachol imkor lacherim. Just like he can sell the slave to others, he can sell the slave to himself. As long as it's uh, transacted as a sale, and not a redemption. What do we see from there, says Rashi, Alma, Hamakdish Eved, Somebody who is Makdish, their slave, it does attain some level of holiness, at least uh, at, at, at a value level. That would be a bit of a difficulty for Rabbah, about 15 lines ago, who said, Makdish Eved, the Eved goes free right away. Answers the Gemara back in the Gemara. Masnisin karamis alei derav. One second. This is a Tanaic source indeed, but who are we asking on? We're asking on Rav who's quoting Rav. Rav, as a first generation Amira, is the one who, um, I would say the majority of the time in the Shas, we come up with his answer. Tanahu Pollock. He's got quasi Tanaic status. In other words, what he says and what another Tanaic source say, it's not usually a question. Almost always we'll bring questions from Tanaic sources on Amirahim exceptions to that will be Rav, who has the ability to kind of be on a Tana status. So, Makhluk is between Rav and that Tanaic source. Tashma. So, interesting enough, now we bring another Tanaic source as a question on Rav. Why are we doing that if we just said he's got quasi-Tanaic status? Because this Tanaic source we're about to see is not just information, it's actually a Pasuk. And although Rav can argue with another Tana, we're going to have a bit of a problem arguing with the Pasuk. So it says this Tanaic source, goes for about a line and a half, quoting a Pasuk in Vayikra. It says, Ach kol cherem, and it also, uh, etc., may adam. And it talks about cherem uh, there is in the context of making something hectish, and it lists off a uh, person, Elu. What's it referring to? What person can you make like hectish? That would be Avadavu Shifchaisav Hakananim, his um, uh, male or female uh, Gentile slaves. Uh, there you go, and you see that uh, we must be able to have uh, holy kadosh avadim shvachos. Well, the Gemara answers on behalf of Rav Hachavamayaskinan. What's the case over there? That's da'amar le 
dummy. That's where he had said that it was going to be for the value. In other words, the master said, dumb of Alai Lehektish. He didn't mention uh, any shame Kedusha, just the value will go to Hektish. So the Gemara says, oh, one second. You're going to say that's a case of where he dedicated the value to Hektish? I actually put a bracket starting from before the word E till uh, about seven lines later, right before the next triangle, the word low would be the end because we ask a pretty uh, straightforward uh, questions on this. If that's the case, then the brisa of Hamaktish that we had oh, about 10 lines ago now, you're going to say that that's also where he had said that it's for the value? No. Answer, and we quote three parts of that above Tanaic source where it can't be there that it was the dummy. First, we quote, That's the end of the quote. The Gizbarn can't set them free. Well, one second, if what we were talking about up there was just the value, then who are they setting free? Gizbarn, Maya Vidatayu, they have no shaykhis. It's just money that goes into the treasury. Visu, I squiggle on the Visu, a second quote from the above Tanaic source. Uh, right angles for the next line, plus a couple words. However, they can sell them to others, and the others can set them free. Who are the others? There's no shaykhs. Again, it was just money. Visu, and further, a third quote from the above Tanaic source. It said, this one goes for almost two lines. Rabbi Oimer, Oimer Ani, Afu Naisin Tameyatsmi can also give his own uh, value, the slave that is, Viyose, and buy himself out from Hektish, Shuhu, Kim Meichroi Loi, because it's as though the Gizbar is selling that slave, this slave's freedom. Now, again, well, there's no slave there if you want to say it's just Ladami. If you Ladami, if it was just a monetary contribution, my, then what in the world does it mean when it says Mipnei Shuhu Kim Meichroi Loi? Okay, so bottom line. You can say that the little Tanaic source, our second triangle Tashma, is going to be where it was a case of the dummy, but the first Tanaic source is clearly not. That definitely is a actual slave. Tashma, we try again, another Tanaic source. This one goes to the last word on the Amud. It says, Hamakdish Avda, you have a master. He's Makdish's Eved. Oisev Oichel, he can do work, and he can use that work to make money. And the Maisidaim are not hektish. Shalai hektish aladamav. When the master is maktish a slave, what he obviously means is he's maktish the value of his slave. Um, and uh, that's the end of the Tanakh source. Uh, again, question on Rav. Rav said, when you're maktish, uh, you're Eved, it goes the Chairus. Answers the Gemara Hamani, who's this Tanakh source? Rebbe Meir. This is the unique opinion of Rebbe Meir, who says, we've had him a number of times uh, throughout uh, Nedarim and Erechen, in general, that uh, you have to look at people when they speak, maybe once upon a time, when they say things, they, they have a reason and a meaning for everything they say. Literally, a person doesn't say things for nothing. That that's what's going on over here, that when he said he wanted to be Makdash Shazevet, he must have meant for its value, Diktani Seifa, uh, for the t- continuation of that Tanakh source that we had on the last line of the previous Amud, says as follows, This uh, Tanakh source goes for about a line and a half. And similarly, a person who's Makdash himself, okay, yeah, yeah, Makdash himself to the base of Mikdash, yeah. What should he do? He can continue working, continue depositing his salary checks into his bank account and eating. 
why didn't he say he was Makdish himself? Yeah, he was Makdish, whatever his value is, not his actual self. Now, how do you understand that? Colon. E Amrasai squiggling on the word E if you want to say Bishamat's Rabbi Meir Shapir, because Rabbi Meir says Ain Adamatal and he meant to be Makdish his value. Ella E I squiggle on this word E if you want to say Rabbanan he Bishlama Avdoi. So it makes sense that your Evid, because an Evid does have like a market value. Ladami Kai. Ella Ihu Ladami Kai, a person himself has a value, a person doesn't have any value on the open slave market. Period. The Gemara suggests Lema Ketanoi. Maybe this whole thing, Makdish uh, Avdoi, whether it's Kadosh or not Kadosh, is a Makdish Tanoi. Uh, the following snake source goes for almost two lines. It says like this Hamakdish Avdoi, person is Makdish Zevid, Ein Mayalin Boy. There's uh, no Meila uh, uh, if you use it. In other words, it's not as though you're using some sort of holy temple item. Rav Shem Gamliel, who I boxed Aimer, he says, Mayalin Bissa'aroi. Uh, you would be over Mila with his hair. Okay, we'll get a little bit more back into this as we continue in the Gemara. That's the end of the snake source connector. My Lapakamivli. So, should we not say that this is the Machlokis between Tanakam and Shem Gamliel that we just saw? Demar, Savara, underline the word Mar. Shem Gamliel is of the opinion that this slave is Kadosh. That's why his hair is, uh, if you like, misuse it, you'll be over Mila. Umar Savar, I underline the word Mar, put this would be the Tanakama of the Tanakh source we just saw a line or two ago, would hold low Kadosh, and that's why there's no Me'ila. So it would be a Machlokas, whether Kadosh or not, right? So the Gemara says, one second, let's take a step back. Hi, then the Tanakh source taught itself imprecisely. Here's a five word quote from the Tanakh source. It was taught in the context of either Mayalin Bai or not Mayalin Bai. Mayalin Bai, dot, 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 that's what. Rabban Shimagam Leel said, and Ain Mayalin Boy, that's what the Tanakama said. That's not the issue, Me'ilar. That's like a secondary issue. What they should have been arguing about is high. What they should have said is three words in a phrase marking Kadosh Veino Kadosh. Is it holy or is it not holy? Mibayale is what should have been the description of this Machlokas. Kama. Ella. So I squiggle underline the Ella. Ella de Kuleyama Kadosh. Everyone agrees. That Makdashavda, he would be Kadosh uh, for his value. The Hach Abakam, if we get the Machlokas over here, is something else. Colon Dimar, Sava the Tanakhams of the opinion. Avda, Ke Mikarkoi Dami. An Eved, there's a scriptural connection between Eved and uh, land, and a land has no Me'ila ability. You can't, uh, miss, you can't use land and be over Me'ila, even if it's Hektish's land. Umar Savar, Shungam Lil's of the opinion. No, that if we want to equate Evid to something, it's equated to movables, which, yes, have Me'ila ability. Okay, well then, what's the focus on the hair? Your moil on the hair, ihachi, ademifligi, instead of Roshim Gamliel pointing out and saying, oh no, there is Me'ila bisara of this hair, lifligu begufai, his regular body, what's with the hair? Ella, so we have a new approach, I squeal on the Ella, Ella de Kuleelma avda kemekarkai dami. Both opinions hold. Eved, there's a number of places in the Pesukim where it equates it to land, has the same halachas as land. The hacha, what's then with the hair? It's hair that's ready to be cut. How do you look at hair that can be cut right now? Colin Mar, Savar Shungam Liel, is of the opinion that since it's hair that's like ready to be cut, 
ooh, it's as though it's already cut, and since it's already cut and then would be detached from the Eved, there would be Mi'ila, Umar Savar, the Tanakama, would say, no, it's still attached to the Eved, and therefore there would not be Mi'ila on that hair. Okay, that's the Machlokas. Once we say that that's the Machlokas, the Gemara suggests, Lema, Hani Tanoi, Kehani Tanoi. Well, then, if that's the case, maybe the previous two Tanoim from the Tanaic source about eight, nine lines ago, Tanakama versus Rishim Gamliel, would parallel the following Tanoim, Ditznan. Now we have a Mishnah that's brought here, about four and a half line quote from the Mishnah. I put a long question marking in the margin from the word that starts Umar, about a line ago, till the line that starts Savri. So here's the question. Should we say that Tanakama versus Rishim Gamliel parallels the following Machlokas Tanoim. Ditznan, here's the uh, other Mishnah. Reb Meir, Reb Meir says, Yeshvarim shein kakarka, veinu kakarka. There are some things that are kind of like land, but not really like land, as far as the halachas that apply to land and apply not to land. Vein chamim maidim however, the chamim do not agree with Rebbe Meir. What sort of case are we talking about? Ketzad. Imagine if you have two parties. Party one, or Mr. One says, Eser gefanim teunois masarti lach. I gave you uh, 10 vines that were teunois, laden with fruit, like filled with ready-to-be-picked fruit. That's what I gave you. The other side claims, v'hala oimer, oh no, enan ela chamesh. It was only five vines laden with fruit ready to be picked. Okay, what is the din? Well, Rabbi Meir, who I boxed Mechaev, and the Chachamim, who I boxed Aymrim, Kolam Lakarka, Hareyu Kinkarka. Anything that is attached to the uh, ground is going to be uh, like the ground. Connector, Ramar Abyeis Rabchanina. The Iker Machlokas here is that we're talking about vines that had grape clusters in them and grape clusters that were ready to be picked. Anovim ha'imdais libotzer ika benayu. How do you view the grapes that are fully grown, ready to be picked, but they're not yet picked? Colon. De Rebbe Meir, who said Chayev would view it, Savar, Kebetsuris Damien. It's as though they're picked already, and that's why there would be a Chiyu, because it's as though we're talking about something which is detached from the ground. Whereas the Rabbanan, that would be the Chachamim, would hold, like the Tanakama, Savri, Lav Kebetsurin Damien. It's not like it's atta- uh, uh, detached from the ground, since it's still attached. And that would parallel that Machlokas then. Rebbe Meir versus Rabbanu would parallel Rishun Gamliel and the Tanakama. Should we say that? Answers the Gemara, no. Afilutema Rebbe Meir, that which it said that there's no Me'ila in uh, his hair of the Eved, that would be the Tanakama of the previous snake source, that could even be according to Rebbe Meir. How so? Ad kan lekam Rabbi Meir Hasam as far as making a shavua, when regard to the grapevines laden with grapes, the only reason that he said what he said over there is ella be'anovim. When you have a grape cluster that is ready to be picked, the longer you then leave it on the vine, the worse it gets. Dekama dekaimin, as long as they they stay attached to the vine, once they're ready to be picked, mechash chishiet weakens them. And therefore you can assume that look at them as though they're picked because any person in the right mind would pick them. Aval when it comes to hair, let's say, I don't know, you want to sell the long hair for a shaitel, the longer the hair, as long as it's in good condition, the more valuable and better it is. Kol 
Kama Dekai, as long as it's there, Ishbuchi Mishbach. It is even better and more beneficial. And therefore, you cannot consider hair as though it's already detached because it, it actually was beneficial if you keep it attached for longer. Period. So when he went up, probably when he made Aliyah, he said over this uh, teaching of Rav, the one that Hamathgir Avdoi, he goes Lechairus, which was uh, really the third line of where we started today in the middle of the previous Amud. Come and he said in the presence of Rabbi Yochanan, Amarle, Rabbi Yochanan said to him, Amar Rav Hachi? Really? Rav said that? Now, the Gemara intercedes for a minute and says, one second, Rabbi Yochanan, why are you so surprised? Like, you yourself said that. The who, boy, Amar Hachi? In other words, ask the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, you yourself, he didn't say that? You, Rabbi Yochanan, v'hamar, ulamar, you handle the name Rabbi Yochanan, hamafkir avdai yatsa lecherus v'sarket shichror. So, like, Rabbi Yochanan, you said the same thing. Why are you so surprised that Rav said that? Two answers. Answer number one, hachi ka'amar lay. When Rabbi Yochanan said, Rav said that, what he meant is, ooh, Amarav Kavasi. It was, I guess the intonation was more, Amarav Hachi, what Rav said just like I said. Ikadamri, alternatively, I squiggle it on the Ikadamri, a second approach, that when Rabbi Yochanan got the report, he actually didn't have the whole report said over to him. Amarle, and therefore the one who reported, which would have been, uh, um, Excuse me, Rav Chiyabar Yosef. V'loyama Rav. Rabbi Yochanan asked him, but Rav didn't conclude v'tzarket shichror. Rabbi Yochanan letame. That's Rabbi Yochanan according to his own re- uh, approach. Damar Ula. Amar Rabbi Yochanan mafkiravda yatzel chayrus. And also, true, he goes free, but still, sarich get shichror to be a full fledged, totally free Jew. Period. Gufa. We put a parallelogram on this. Gufa. Go back to something we had said just a moment ago. Amar Ula, underline Ula's name. He says the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Hamafgir Avdai, person who makes ownerless his Evid, Yatzlacheris, the Evid goes free, Vitzarach get Shechor. And he would require an emancipation document from his master to be fully free. Eisfei Rabbi Abba, underline Rabbi Abba, because Rabbi Abba, who's a colleague of Ula, is going to question what Ula just said from the following Tanaic source. Eisfei Rabbi Abba le Ula. The following Tanakh source goes for exactly four lines and starts here. I double underline the word ger. When you have a ger shemese, a person who had converted to Judaism, and then he dies, and he's got no uh, children, well, then what happens to his estate, all of his assets, all of his stuff? Ubaz bezu Yisrael nechasav. The various Jewish people took the assets that were left after this uh, ger passed away. Fahayubahen, let's say amongst those assets were avadim, slaves, Ben Gedolim, Ben Ketanim, whether they were adults, whether they were children, Kanu Atzman Bnei Chayrin. The slave has the ability to acquire himself uh, from himself and uh, acquire himself on behalf of himself for himself. That is the Tanakama's opinion. Abba Shaul, who we boxed, Oimer, Gedolim, if they are adult slaves, Kanu Atzman Bnei Chayrin. Kama. However, Ketanim, the little kitty slaves that are left after their master, the uh, person who converted to Judaism, dies, uh, they actually can't acquire themselves. Rather, Kol HaMachzik Bahen, whichever um, adult Jewish male uh, grabs a hold of them, Zacha Bahen has got them. Okay. That's the end of the next source. Now, both opinions, the Tanakam and Abashal, do agree that the uh, adult 
uh, slaves, or maybe even the child slaves, according to the Tanakhama, can acquire themselves. Well, one second. For a slave to go free, he has to receive a shtar shichror. Just like if a woman goes free, she has to receive a get. Who uh, wrote? Uh, like, okay, fine, their master, who was a convert, died. He has no, and no one to inherit him. Well, how now can these slaves be able to marry a Jewish girl? Um, they, uh, no one wrote a shtar shichur for them. That is the question that uh, Rabbi Abba asks to Ula. Ula, if you say mafgar avdai, also has to write to get shichur, well, what's going on with this? Amar says Ula back, this uh, rabbi asking me this question, this Rebbe Abba, it would appear to me as though nobody had ever explained to him the proper teaching. And he explains now. What's the reason that these Avadim don't require get shikhar? Amar of Nachman Amarula. I Nula's name. Avdoi deger ki ishtoi. A slave of a convert is just like the wife of a convert. Ma ishtoi mishtal get. Just like a wife can be, so to speak, sent away without a get. Like when her husband dies, she's now free and she doesn't need to get to get to uh, 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 find another man and, and get married to him. Af avadav so to the slaves of a ger mishtalchim they go free without a get. Asks the Gemara. Um, if that is the case, um, Yisrael Yisroel Nami, um, even a Yisrael who dies, his Evid should go free. Uh, we know that's not the case, though. We know that the regular Yisrael who dies, his children inherit the slaves. Um, Amar Kra, well, that's a different reason because the Pasuk specifically says by an Evid Kanani, if it's owned by a person and that person dies, they are automatically bequeathed the uh, Evid Kananis to the uh, sons after the owners as a uh, inheritance. Well, if that's the case, then a person who's Mafgir. His Eved, once he's Mafgir is Eved, uh, the Eved, uh, the, the sons don't get anymore because it's Hefker. Umes, Nami, uh, also there shouldn't require get Shechur, but comma connector, Alama Amar Amemar, and Amemar. Why did Amemar say that Hamafgir Avda Umes? Oh, you say Eved Takana. Hmm, why would it be that the uh, Eved doesn't have any uh, solution? Like, uh, what would be wrong? It seems like he should be totally free. And uh, that actually is such a good point. The Gemara concludes the Amemar Kasha. Yeah, that that we're, that's a little bit difficult understanding why that should be. It should be that he totally fine to marry a full fledged Jewish woman, even though he has never received to get shichur because he was made hefker, and then um, his previous owner died. Amar Yankov Baredi. I circled Rabbi Yaakov Baredi. I underlined Rabbi Shua Ben Levi, and I squiggle underlined Halacha Kaba Shal. Okay, we have this Machlokas Tanakama and Abba Shol in the Bryce about 10 lines ago. Now, Yaakov Bar-Eddy said this, basically, looks like Abba Shol, and he's now going to be questioned by Reb Zera. I circled Reb Zera. If you flip over to Ahmed Bey's, about 10, 11 lines down, first word on the line is Li. I circled then Reb Chia Baraba, and I underlined Reb Yochanan, and Squiggle underlined Ein Halachaka Abba Shol. And then right after that, it says, Amalei Reb Zera, I circled Reb Zera. So what we're going to basically have is two uh, sides of the same coin. On the bottom of Lamed Tessam Aleph, 
Rav Yankov Bar Eddie, quoting Rav Shua Ben Levi, says the Lach is Yesak Abashal, and Rav Zera is going to discuss that with him. And then we're going to have the opposite Psak, and the same Rav Zera, uh, with the opposite Psak, is going to discuss that with him. And it's going to be uh, almost the, the discussion that Rav Zera has in the first instance, as opposed to the second instance, is going to be almost exactly the same. So here we go. Says Rav Yankov Bar Eddie, Send the name of Shuvah ben Levi. The halacha is yes, like Abba Shol, that we make a distinction between when a, a convert dies, whether the avadim that he left uh, are uh, adults or children. So halacha is Abba Shol that it's yes, like Abba Shol. Amalei Reb Zera, Reb Zera says you can't get You're saying that the name of Shuvah ben Levi. That's very interesting. So says Reb Zera to Reb Yankov Baredi. Did you hear that? Like explicitly from Reb Shua ben Levi or Michlala, or you derived it by some sort of inference from something else he had said. Now, this question that he's going to ask, I put a long question marking in the margin between the Gemara and Rashi, starts here and goes down till about the 11th or 12th line is Shmia, that's the end of the uh, question. So did you hear it explicitly or by inference? Okay, he says Rav Yankiv Baredi, uh, my klala, well, why would you possibly think I only heard it by inference? Like, what would that be? Says Reb Zeyro, I'll tell you what it would be. Dhamma Rabbi Shua ben Levi, I underline Reb Shua ben Levi, Reb Shua ben Levi once said, Amru Levnei Rebbe, they told Rebbe, that's Reb Yudha Nasi, the great Reb Yudha Nasi, the last generation, Tana, colon, Amar, if you have a balabas, who says, he's a slave owner, and let's say Leroy, I doesn't know what happened to Leroy, as he says, this uh, this uh, person says, I've hereby given up any hope of ever finding uh, my slave. Mahu, what do we say there? That's the question that was posed to Rebbe. Amar Lahem, so Rebbe responded to the questioners, Oimirani, I say, that he has no solution, this slave, except that he has to, yes, receive a shtar shikhor, meaning to be a full-fledged Jew, to be able to marry a uh, regular Jewish woman, that's what would be required. My time at Rebbe, what's his reasoning? Why is he saying that even though um, the master has no shaykhahs to the slave anymore, why does he also need a shtar shikhor? Well, Gamar, he learns Shava la La, it says the word la, by a slave, it says the word la, by a human wife. La la isha, ma isha bishtare, woman who's married, a document is enough to completely sever that relationship. Af evid, so too to sever the relationship the evid has with the master, nami bishtar. Bishtar, and apparently only bishtar. Vikadaikis minan, we make a diuk from that. Ke isha, that a slave must be just like a woman, I double underline keisha colon, and I dot underline the next five words. Ma isha isura mamaina. So to an evid, it's the isra that's being released and not the mamaina. Rashi says on the first narrow line, vekadaikis mina cave unto Rebbe meisha yalef. Since Rebbe is learning from the connection uh, from a woman to a slave, lo ayri rebi ella b'mafkir evid gadol. It's clear that he's only talking about, he can only be talking about an evid who is an adult. I underline evid gadol. Shiyesh loy yad likmoy who has the halakhic ability to acquire himself. Kama, umisha hefkira, and once the master was mafkir, that evid, the only issue still left is, well, he's kind of still an evid, as far as, uh, you know, shadchaning him off and him getting married to a full-fledged Jewish girl, the master has no more monetary uh, rights over that evid. K, 
just like a woman, should get Shela, her divorce document, is not coming to get rid of any mamun. Ella, like if she owes him money, she still owes him money. What is it doing? It's taking off the Isser that she's no longer Usser um, to uh, have a relationship with another man. Okay. Amar Lay, so says uh, Rebbe Yaakov. Back in the Gemara, my. Uh, okay, so let's say I did derive it from some sort of inference. Like, would what would be the problem with that? Amar Lay, so to say, Rebek, well, I could tell you that inference might be incorrect. Adaraba, quite to the contrary, Daik Mina, this should be the Duke. And it could go the other way. I dot underline that. Just like if you have a married man, whether he's married to a woman who is a gedoy, let's say 35 years old, or even a katana, let's say she's uh, uh, 9 or 10 years old, uh, he would have to give her a divorce to divorce her. Af evednami ben gadol ben katan, it should work. Okay, you know what Rav Yankov Bar Eddy responds? Amarle. Well, okay, if that was an inference that I had heard it from, uh, from Meshua ben Levi, but it isn't. Befei Rishmeli, I heard it directly from Rav Shua ben Levi, and therefore no questions on it. The second um, stage in this is a different uh, person that Rav Zerah is going to be speaking to. Now it's Rav Chia Bar-Abba in the name of Rav Yochanan, and he says, Ein halacha kabashal. Amar le Rav Zerah, in this lesson, Rav Zerah says to him, to Rav Chia Bar-Abba, Oh, and long question marking here in the margin goes down about 11, 12 lines till the last one line is Amar. It's going to be the exact same thing except for the dot underline parts. So says, When you, uh, you Rav Chibarabba, said you heard this, did you hear it directly from Rabbi Yochanan or you were like deriving it from something Rabbi Yochanan once said? Ask the Gemara, Michael, what would be the issue that he could have derived it from? Well, here it is. Same thing we had up above. It's going to be Rav Shub and Levi and Rav Yochanan. Damar Rav Shub and Levi. I underline Amru Lifnei Rebbe reported that they said in the presence of the great Rav Yudha Nasi. That <coughs> if there was a case where you had a master who says, I hereby have given up hope from ever getting back my slave. Tyrone, Mahu, what do we say? Amar Lahem. Well, Rebbe responded, ani, I say, the only solution for that slave now to be a full-fledged uh, Jew would be that he receives a star shikhor. Vama Rebbe Yochanan, I don't know Rebbe Yochanan, Rebbe Yochanan said, my time at Rebbe, oh, what's the reasoning over there? I'll tell you why, Gamar, he learns, from woman, ma'isha bishtar, just like a woman to be released, is released with a document known as a get, af, evednami bishtar, so to a slave with a document. Vikadikis Mina, we make a diuk from this ke isha. I double underline the ke just like a woman, and I dot underlined here these six words, which is the difference from the first time. Ma isha ben gadol ben gatana, just like a woman when she receives a divorce. That divorce is whether she's an adult or a child. Af eved nami ben gadol ben katan. So to the slave, it'll work even if he's a katan. Okay. Well, so what if I heard it Michlala? Well, says Rabzeira back to Rabbi I could tell you actually, Adirabba, that quite the contrary. You should make the Duke the other way. And now, this is what the Duke should be. I dot underline these five words. In other words, that which was the potential Duke in the first time when Rabzeira was speaking to Rabbi Bar Eddy, is going to be the opposite now. Ma'isha ben Gadol ben Katan, Afan Evid also Nami ben Gadol ben Katan. 
uh, excuse me, Ma'isha says, back. You'll never guess what. I'm not getting it from a diuk from something that Rabbi Yochanan said. I heard it word for word from Rabbi Yochanan himself. Adkan.